Hello, and welcome to the Surrounded by Valor podcast. This is Mary. Today, I'm bringing you a very special conversation with Kara Classes. Kara and I have been friends for 25 years after meeting in my spinning class. She's a nail technician, entrepreneur, group fitness instructor, so many more things, but truly one of the most inspiring women I know. Today, she joined me to open up about her struggles with alcohol and how she found sobriety. So thank you for joining us today. All right, welcome to the Surrounded by Valor podcast. This is Mary, and today I'm excited to be here with my well, you get to a certain age and you stop saying old friend. <laughs> so, this is my longtime friend, Kara, who I don't even know how to introduce yourself. Um, I, I didn't even say that right. I don't know how to introduce yourself. I don't know how to introduce you. So tell us about you. you um, who are you? My name's Kara. I am, uh, I think it's a, I don't know, fitness enthusiast, I guess. For sure. Helps with my ADD. <laughs> Everyone always says I have ten jobs, but my yeah, my, you do. I, my main my main career, I would say, is um, in the salon industry. I right. do nails for a living, nail specialty and waxing, and I also am in the fitness industry. And I've been teaching group fitness for over twenty years. Yeah, and uh, my passion for fitness, I guess, is triathlon and cycling. And Kara and I met in a spinning class, right? Because I was on the way here. I'm like, how the f- I, I always forget how I met my most longtime friends. <laughs> I have a very, um, um, very good memory of one of our first meetings. I remember being in like the front row because I like to be in the front row. You were in my. I was at the BAC. I was teaching a spinning class, and mm-hmm. you, were you with Joey? Joe Meyer. Yes, you guys walked in. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And I, this particular memory that I have is the air conditioning was not working and the entire front mirror is steaming up in water it's dripping down the front and you're encouraging everyone to stay hydrated and I think at some point you ripped the lid off of your water bottle and dumped it over the top of your head and I'm like I love this girl and that was pretty much what sold me uh, yeah and then it's funny because I feel like when you're when you're teaching group fitness you, you're the people who come to your class like become your family in sure. so many ways. You know what I mean? Sure. And like I remember like being so tight with so many people. And then what? When did you guys start getting into triathlon? Well, I want to say that I think that Joe had mentioned something about the the swim, maybe where mm-hmm. we swam, and you had mentioned master swimming. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I began. You know, my my swim journey. But I'd done a couple duathlons with. Um, Don Stefanski. Don Stefanski. Yes, another. pointed me in that direction, and I teamed up with Diane and that group. And we did this duathlon at the pier 100 years ago. Yes. Remember, was that part of the Buffalo? It was the Buffalo Triathlon when it was at the pier, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, what am I doing in the duathlon? I swam, like, my whole high school career. I'm like, I didn't know that you could swim and do this. Yeah. Because I hate to run. Right. So I do it twice. (laughs) And from there, I mean, because we met in like 98, and then when did you do your first Ironman? I feel like you did it with me. 2002. 2002, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How the heck did we get into that? Because Ironman Lake Placid started in 99. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people like today don't realize is like there weren't all these Ironmans. Mm -hmm. Like when you, I just took a class from from Sarah, from Kara. 
And you brought up that sign where it said Iron Man USA, yeah. which so many people don't know that that's what it was. And it was the first Iron Man in, in North the continental America. United States. Yeah, aside from Iron Man Canada. Right. So we went and we did like, we, we, did, we all did it in 2002. Mm -hmm. And then again, in, did you do it in 2003 also? I did. That was, yeah, a, that we was did. a bad day. That See, that's the day that I had the good day. day. That was the rain. Oh. Everyone talks about the rain oh. in what, 2015? Eight and two. Or eight yeah. and three. Eight but and in, three. in 2003, we were running in a river on yeah. River Road. Ankle deep water. Yes. <laughs> Heather Fear was like, it was ankle yes. deep water out there. Yes. And it was, it was ailing. It was yeah. ailing. It was so, yeah. And then, so how did you get in? Where did you go from there with your triathlon career from Iron um, Triathlon. I started doing short course triathlon, with, right. and then I got into Ironman because of the accident with um, friends of mine. Right. That was a, kind right. of an interesting story. Like that was, um, we were running down in Ellicottville. Oh my god, and, I forgot about this. Yeah, and you can yeah. either go you know, ahead, whatever. Yeah. So what had happened was, obviously, two of my friends were hit by a drunk driver. Um, he was um, right. a police officer, and he hit them running down well we were all running in Ellicottville and for the for the first time in my life I was glad to be slower than everybody else yeah, you know yeah. it was one of those tragic events right and, and you saw the whole thing I did not see that okay. it happened I I saw the car coming and then it oh. got out of my sight yeah luckily but I did come upon the accident and um saw what you know the what had happened and the one person did pass oh. and then my other very good friend um was okay. Yes. But my goal was I said I'm going to run every again, every day again until she could run again and that's when I did my first standalone marathon. Right. And I remember her following me in the car like going up the hill bringing me bananas and whatnot. And, <laughs> and I was like what have I done? And then uh, I signed up and did um, the um, I did the Houston marathon and then I said you know what they were all doing Lake Placid. Right. The brother of, you know, the person who passed and yep. my friends, and they were all doing Lake Placid, and, I, and it was too late for me to sign up. It was closed. So I um, said, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get into this race. And I trained all summer, and then I went up to Muskoka when it was a mid-distance. Yes. And I got, like, an 11th in my age group roll-down spot. Into Lake Placid. Mm -hmm. Yes, because in June. back then you had to... We stood in line. We, we slept overnight, overnight at the horse farm to get a voucher. That you would then go online. Yeah. A voucher. <laughs> to register. Correct. It was like we were trying to get you two tickets. Yeah. <laughs> it was back before when, when Active first began. Yeah. It was like the first years of Active. Right. And we got a voucher, and then you had to go online with your little voucher number and right. enter to sign up. And it was complete and completely impossible to get into the right. race. Unless you camped out, right. and then they started doing the volunteer thing where you yeah. could get in, and now yeah. it's like when. So when we hear like, "Oh my God, you're going to sign up the next day online," shut up. <laughs> right? That was not you had to like get in line at midnight. Yeah, even if you did the race, but you're sleeping back. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah, and then I feel like you came part of Buffalo Triathlon Club, and then back then, like, believe it or not, I was telling this to Bert, who is um, owns Wolfpack. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm one of the founding uh, members of yeah. the Buffalo Triathlon so, And what Club. year was that? 98. Okay, so I became a member in 2001. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like we had such a close-knit club yeah. back then. Yeah, and I'm sure it is now. I'm just in a different city, so. I remember Chris Ankrum saying to me, yes. um, talking about Iron Man, and I was like, you mean like you wrap your chain around you and drag, <laughs> drag like a truck, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't even know, I had no concept of what it yeah, even was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many of us did 
the did Iron Man that day together that year. Like it was really special. It was very special. Remember we had a, one of our friends, Jen, I think it was, Jenny, had yeah. a um, big like gathering yeah, for her, us. I still every time I ride oh, by her yeah, house, I, I think, I about, think that. about her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how so many of us have been through so many different things in the past, like, 25 years. Sure. People will say to me, like, oh, do you know Kara and Andy? And I'll be, like, slightly. Or they'll be, like, do you know Rich? I'm, like, kind, kind of. of. You know, they mean, them. man, you have no idea. Because there's, like, this core group of us who have stayed in the sport for so mm -hmm. long. And in this community. It's not really that we're in the sport. It's we're it's in the community. community. And then so many people, like, kind of drift in and out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we could yeah, probably name 10 people we haven't talked to in years. Sure. And then people like we've met last week. Who, well, you know. and it's funny because those core group people have just moved in in, in different directions, but kind of yeah. together too. Like, yeah, you're like right. They stayed with Rich through Score This and yes. worked for him for ten yes. years, and now yes. they're into a different. You know, now they've moved on into different right. things, and now I'm working with Bert. Right. And you know, right. it's just kind of interesting how this it's changed, but it's yes. still the same. Exactly. Yeah. And. You, so Kara worked with Rich, who owns Score This, mm -hmm. owned Score This, mm -hmm. and what did you, how did you get involved in that? I uh, signed up to volunteer, and the next thing I knew, I was on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been, like, there's so many races where you were my lead bike. Oh, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I know. I look forward to I know. seeing people. They started right. tying, like, a um, bunny tail on my rear yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So Kara would do, like, in addition to, like, bike setup. And you guys did mostly, like, the bike, it was at the bike course that you guys mostly would manage, right? Um, so, Score This would do the whole race. So, there right. would be a swim course captain, a yes. bike course captain, and then a run course captain, and I was the run course captain. Yeah, so that's Everything what it was. that happened on the run course, I took care of you. and led with my bike, with right. my mountain bike. Right, that's why I'm thinking bike. And your boyfriend, Andy, who owns Love and Sprockets, is obviously a very big part of the um, multi-sport scene. Yeah. I don't even remember when you guys met. At the um, Camp Keenan, oh, we actually met at the Greater Buffalo Track 15K in 2007. Really? Okay. And he was a volunteer. Okay. And he signed me up, and that's how I met him. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then we did, I raced Camp Keenan, and he volunteered. Camp Keenan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was it. And that was it. That's and you guys have been together ever, ever since. since. And um, you do some work for his bike shop. Yeah, I help out here and there. I, uh, yeah. I try to stay out of it as much as I can. <laughs> Kara, as you can see, gets involved in a lot of different things. <laughs> well, I tried to help. What I, the way I first got involved was he wanted to go from a handwritten ticket system to a point-of-sale right. system so that we could um, go into... Sorry, we had a little interruption there. No, but go we, ahead. So we, uh, he wanted to go to a an online inventory and point of sale system. Oh, for bike shop. Mm -hmm. oh, so I helped him with all that. Okay. Yeah, Andy. Um, Andy was was in you know in a growth. Yep. Um, stage of the of the bike shop and wanted to bring on some more employees and to go to a POS system. So I helped him with that, and then right. I just kind of hung out and did that. Yeah. Because what Kara hasn't mentioned is she also has. You've, you've unintentionally dipped your toe in the business world through salon ownership and drama and things like that. But now you, and you are at Salon 187. Correct. In yes, Orchard Park. Orchard Park yep. And um, are you part-time or full-time there? I'm full-time. Okay. And I'm, uh, my partner, Jess, is the hair end of things. I'm the nail end of things. Yeah. And now we're five, five, five great women. Oh my gosh, five. Yeah, five and of us. It's been around for a while too, right? Yeah, four and a half years now. Holy cats. It's amazing. That's how... my final resting place. That's it. No more. 
I know there's those of us like me who come from Rochester to like get pedicures yes. from Kara. Oh, yeah, um, thank you. But yeah, and I know we, you and I had some a uh, big bump in the road a couple years ago, which we have never yeah. talked about. No, oh no, here we go. But yeah, yeah, <coughs> and I'll tell you the thing. This, this, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I might get teared up again. But I was like, there was a point, and uh there was a point when we were up at Mont Tremblant, and you were crawling around on the floor, searching through pills with a glass of wine in your hand. Yep. And I looked at our friend Jim, and I was like. I think I was crying at that point. I'm like, we're we're gonna be at a funeral soon. We're gonna be at a funeral soon. Possibly. I was so I was like, and I'm like, I'm getting teared up now. I was so scared. So the things that you, I don't even, you know, some of those things that I don't even yeah. remember or oh see. I mean, I have enough horrible memories of my yeah. own as well. But so what led us to that point? Well, to believe it or not, you know, that was I was probably teetering on the borderline of, you know, my alcohol, my alcohol issues would like rise and then I'd reel it in and then yeah, it'd like rise I, and reel it in. Yeah, like I, through the years that I knew you, I never, I just saw, oh, Kara has a, goes out and parties every now and then. Yeah, That's no. all I saw. Well, and it was for, it would be, it would be for a while. Right. And it was social for a while until I would say the pandemic really exasperated yes. it to its for final, good reason. I the, mean, you were in the service industry. Yeah, and it was, I, the first time I found out I couldn't work and that they, oh. you know, it was just a very difficult time and it, it gave me, um, well, first, my my anxiety drove the alcohol, and the alcohol drove the anxiety. So right. when so then you take the turmoil of what's happening in the world, and that just made it crazy. Right. So I think that that kind of came to the to the you know the the really bad point. But it was teetering for a lot of years. Yeah. Like I would quit. I would quit for you know thirty to sixty days just to make sure I could. Right. And are we talking strictly drinking or drinking? Yeah, yeah, I was more, alcohol was my thing. Right. Um, You could put a a bottle of pills in front of me and I just wouldn't. I took, you know, Xanax to calm my anxiety, but I have a bottle of Xanax sitting in my house that just doesn't do it for me. My thing was I drank to numb. Like literally when things got stressful, I would turn to a bottle of wine. Like I would turn to, and that would be my, and believe it or not, I didn't realize how much worse it was making things. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. I would say that Andy probably didn't even have as much of an inkling as some of my friends, you know? Right. Because like, you were, I guess you could say, would you say, you were a very functional alcoholic. Yeah, absolutely. I like, was, you never, like, I didn't know until this. Until the very end. Until, until that moment in Mont Tremblant, I didn't Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely all. say a very functioning alcoholic. And, Holy you know, to this, to this day, I always say everyone's rock bottom is different. Yes. Right? Like, I've, yes. I, mine, mine, my business, my business partnership with my partner almost split. And right. that's when I was like, you know what? You're going to either lose everything you have right. in this business, all the money you put in, and the partnership and the friendship and your clients. Right. Again, I mean, I had a, you know, I had a business that went, that went bum up. Right. You know, for other reasons years ago. And I'm like, I can't do this again. Right. Like, I'm not starting right. over again. And how much is it worth? Right. Like. Right. And I, I made that decision. I'm one of those people that I have to, like, I had to physically leave. And I, I, I would say I went to camp. Yeah. <laughs> I went to camp you, for, for a month. you went to Florida. I went to Florida. Yep. And that was for rehab. Yep. Yep. And I went through, I think it was like three and a half weeks. Holy and then I had, it was during the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So I had to quarantine when I got back. And oh my god! Yeah, it was just, in, but it was the best thing I ever did. I right. removed myself from the situation. I and I was like, I'm one of those people that if I don't tell everybody and I don't put yeah. it out there, I I won't be held accountable. Right. So, so I you had could to have, be held I mean, in my eyes, you could have come back. I didn't know you were gone, but we weren't speaking at that point, yeah. which we'll get to. And I mean, you know, but I wouldn't have known if you picked up a drink. 
Well, and that's just it. And yeah. I, I had to this day, and everyone, and you know, they call me every year. They call me every six months. They ask me how it's going. Really? And I'm like, yeah, I'm. Everything's good. And, I'm, and I always ask, like, how many, how many people just are one and done? I've been very fortunate that I, yeah. you know, I, that was the last day. You know, August nineteenth, two thousand twenty. That was it. That was wow. my last drink. Holy cats. Yeah, and, and if you I was think like, about it's it, no good for like me. this pandemic pulled you into rock bottom, but mm-hmm. you managed to come out of it during a pandemic too. Yeah, well, I mean, you, so I it's mean, like I'm what my mother always said to me: "You're a survivor, Kara. Yeah, you'll always figure it out." And well, I'm I'm lucky. Yeah, I'm lucky because I have friends and I have people that I've known, and you know, it's sad. You know, people you you yes. see it every day. Yes, someone's passed or somebody's, and I'm like, you know, how how much are you willing to give to the right. bottle or to the pills, like? I have, I have, I am very, very lucky. I have a great network of friends and family. And you know, it's funny because when I was, when I was in rehab, they wanted me to stay longer because most people go there and they can't go home because their home situation is toxic. Right. Like they don't have a safe. They can't go back to the place where they were an alcoholic. Right. So they usually start a new life, you know, maybe down south, maybe something. And I'm like, listen, my friends aren't the problem. I, I'm the That's problem. Huge it's insight. not. Yeah, it's not the. It's not the friends. Right. They're the good ones. I'm right. the issue. And I and I said that. I go. I don't think a lot of people knew to the extent. Oh, yeah. Where I was at. No. I no really idea. Don't. I really don't. And there's a few people that got a couple glimpses. You're one of them. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That you, you saw that, and I'm oh, embarrassed. Yeah. You know, to know that that and, was out there. I mean. Oh, it's it's awful. It's embarrassing. Because well. I mean, my situation's different with my eating disorder, but like, yeah, you, know. you know how people are like, you're going to die, you're going to die, and you're like, shut up, shut up, shut no, up. I'm not. I mean, and I, I was 20, control. so it was different. But I remember, like, if I had to describe rock bottom, you know how people say you're laying on the ground and you're looking up at the hole, the hole you fell through? I was face down on yeah, a pile just of looking freaking down. rocks. Yeah, just looking down. And it was like, I'm either going to die or I got to, like, get up. And I, and I couldn't even, it was my dad who, like, literally reached in and grabbed me by the back of the shirt and put me, like, that, which is, like, you know, a whole different thing, but, like, you have to hit that. Everyone Didn't he told say to you, when is enough going to be enough? Or yeah, well, he's like, would you like me to buy you a gun? Yeah. Because if you're going to kill yourself, you got to stop taking everyone down with you. And it was just like, he's like, I have been trying to help you. I'm willing to help you. And that, at that point, I was like, I don't have any. Uh, okay. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, I don't know if you, is it the same thing with alcoholism? I was one of the, I, you know, for me, I guess I got to the point where I was like, if I don't, if I don't, I don't know if I thought I was going to die, but I thought that I had big, big problems. Right. Like, what was I willing to throw it all away for? Right. Right. And to me, I thought it's just not worth it. Right. And I remember, you know, I've had different situations. I, I have a very addictive personality, right? Like I, I, I think came, a lot of us in the endurance world do. I, <laughs> and I meet people all day long. Like oh, people yeah. say to me, oh, I don't drink. And I'm like, can I ask, was it a necessary choice or was it just yeah, do not drink? Like, yeah. Cause we come from, we come from an obsessive compulsive behavior Absolutely. type thing. And I remember even being in rehab saying, come on guys, everybody up, let's go do yoga. Right. Let's go. And they're like, Kara, we're, we're in detox here. Like we, maybe we shouldn't be running cones out in a 90 degree parking <laughs> lot. I'm like, no, we're good. We're good. Put down the cigarette. Come on, come on. We're going to be healthy. Because I'm one of those people, like, I have to yes. turn towards a, a healthy, yes, you know, thing versus, and I, there was somewhere I was going with that. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. But we'll I it. don't think that I thought I was going to die, but I, oh, I know. Yeah. College. I mean, I oh. came out of college. I'm like, oh. 
I, I, you know, I, I had, I had some. I blew through a trust fund when I was in college. I mean, I went through a cocaine addiction, and I walked away from that without an issue. And I thought wow. maybe it was because it was illegal and it was unhealthy and extremely expensive. Right. You know, and I had the means at the time, and I'm, I'm horrified that I did what I did. Right. And I, but I was like, but alcohol is like socially acceptable. But I, I remember saying that, you know, that day, you're either going to be a drug addict or you're going to be an athlete. Right. You got to pick. Can't do both. But you were both for a long time. I was you with were, alcohol. And, and that's then, what the crazy thing And I was. looked around and I was like, but you're not. Yeah. But you're not. Right. And I'll tell you that, <clears throat> so we had gone to Montremblant. I was in part of a relay. You were part of a relay. We were on two different teams. We, we all got the same house. And you got there nervous because you were... Oh, I think I was having anxiety from drinking and then anxiety from yeah, training. Yeah, like, I never saw you. like I, I was a wreck. Like, if your energy level, if I could label it 1 to 10, you were at a 9. 22. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I was... I the whole never, time. It was terrible. And, I, and I, I remember feeling that whole weekend, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And then you had dropped just... I mean, it wasn't addiction... At, Pills yeah, that you were yeah, it was taking, probably it was. It but was, you you couldn't tell the difference between blood pressure pills and Xanax, and you just started scooping them up, and you had a bottle of or a glass of wine in your hand, and I was just standing there like, this is not good. I go, we're we're gonna be at a funeral. I can't. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then you weren't able to finish the bike and back spasms. Back spasms. I'm running that, around. Believe it or not, oh. I think was not. I don't think alcohol it was, yeah. induced. No, I think that you really was a setup on my bike. I yeah. think I legit yeah. ended up that was with legit. an issue, and I was like, seriously, like of all the problems I'm having, that was not right. one of them. How is this happening? But I, uh, but you know what? It just it was a, it was just and I felt such terror, like because I couldn't find you, <laughs> because they moved the medical tent up to the civic center or uh -huh. something. And I'm like trying to get in transition, and there's this. I'm like, I, my friend is, is in the medical tent, and I like, I thought it was alcohol oh, right. related. Sure. So I'm like terrified, and then you come walking down, and I'm like, man, f this. And, I'm and I was miserable. Like, yeah. And then at some point after that, like I just, and I will regret this till the day I die. I like walked away from our friendship, and well, I think we both did. And I yeah, mean, I was like, I'm going to a funeral. Well, that's the next call. I can't. I can't do this, and, and I will regret that forever. You know. Well, and it. You know. I always say that sometimes things need a break. Yeah. And sometimes things. And I was not in a mental state uh. to even have a reasonable conversation. Like I just wasn't. Yeah. You know? And I know yeah. that now. And looking back, and and I'm one of those people. Luckily, I have never in my life held a grudge. Right. I forget why I'm mad. Like, and people people disagree. And yeah. It, and it's okay. And people go through hard times, and it's okay. Yeah. But the you know? horrible thing about what I did... Oh, I don't think is, it's a you did thing. I, it is, because when I was when I had my eating disorder, my friends were like, we want to help you, we want to help you, and I walked away from all of them. And it took oh, until the creation of Facebook, <laughs> and I had a different name until they found me. And then the one, like my one friend, Erica, was the only one I kept in touch with. I didn't want anyone to know where I was because I'm good at putting up walls like when things get hard. But I did go back, you know, and I Isn't did apologize. And I don't know why I do that, but I do it. So I, and during the whole time that we didn't speak, um, it was just like my friend Eric had mm -hmm. died and it was like, oh my God. And I, and I was like, at that point I was in communication. I'm like checking on you. My sister was still friends with you on Facebook because I yeah. befriended you. <laughs> 
the one day I the one day I think I sent three dots through a text message and it came back blue and I'm like, hmm, I'm back in. Like, I wonder why I'm back in. Isn't that like isn't that the funniest? Such a weird. They defended me. Weirdo, right? I'm a weirdo. But my sister would be like, I think Kara's healthier now and then I'm like Aaron did she do something so I was always like asking but I wasn't like brave enough to be like you know well you asked Andy about me yes I always and yeah, I was like yeah. you know what that's nice yeah that's super nice and you know no nobody there's no fault in this yeah like yeah both people but. have parts in 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 taking a break it's okay yeah and I apologize for and I know, and I, I will never forgive myself for that because I should have but then again you you were at a point where I was I was at a point where yeah. I was everyone's like let me help you and I wouldn't want to be helped I swear I to God to be helped, yeah. I was I was when Eric and I was like how am I not at Kara's funeral yeah you know what I mean I say all the time to people I know and I have a lot of clients who have family members and friends that are going through addiction yeah and I I say it I go listen I I know where you're at because I have friends that were at, like that with me but until they're ready. Oh, it's so true. There's nothing you can say. You you have to, and, you and have the worst to let them ride part is watching. And I it. and I think like watching you, and I know it's a different quote drug, but really taught me what people were going through with me. Like I could, my if I had said to my dad, like, can I need to go to rehab in Maui? He would have spun Set the world you. backwards <laughs> and made it happen. What was I doing? Instead, I was like, F you, F yeah. you, F you. Def- well, you're defensive. Oh, you it's horrible. So I think watching you, I was like, oh, my God, this is what I did to everybody else. So like, I had to reconcile that, you know? Well, don't you think, too, that people that have an addiction issue, mm-hmm. whatever it is, yeah. they're, they're strong personality people, yeah. and you've got it under control, and that's... You control your addiction, so that's how you control other things, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, I learned in therapy that I was a control freak. You know, somebody once taught me that I was weak for whatever that means. And it usually that happens when you're brainstorming yeah. mm-hmm. between, what, the ages of 18 and 21. Yeah. You know, during that developmental time in your life, somebody showed you that you were weak or told right. you that you were weak. And that was how my, my control thing happened. So right. I was trying to control so many things around me. And then, you know, I think my alcohol led to the anxiety and the right. anxiety that I wanted to control that. And I mean, you know, you can, st- you can always connect the dots going backward and you can see, the, you know, the, how that cycle goes. Yeah. And then you're also involved in so many things that in, that required you to be like in charge of. You're in charge of the run course. You're in charge of this. So then there's that stress because it's bleeding you dry. So it all just feeds into yeah. it. You know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, that was so like, I can never get that image of you out of my head. Well, I, I, it's but embarrassing, you know. No, you hate, no. you hate that you were there, right? I hate that I was at that point, and that was that weekend. That was pushing. That was right before the explosion. Yes, it really exactly. Was. That it was. August was right before the explosion, and I look back at pictures, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah, it was ready to go. Yeah, and all of us in that house were terrified. I'm sure. Like, and I would just like. It, uh, yeah, I felt so helpless. How embarrassing. It isn't though, you know. And, and you and you'd say that about me, like if you knew me when I was really sick. But I'll say, like, when my dad died, and I think it was like the week after, the weekend after, I brought my niece to to your salon. I was like, yes. I just was like, can I just come get a pedicure? Because and then you took me back, <laughs> of <laughs> and course. it was just like, are you kidding? It me? was because that that I mean, my dad's death taught me a lot of things, but it was like. There's no need to not talk to people that you love. 
You know what I mean? You're my family. Yeah. I'm going to get crying oh, here. That's okay. You're my family, and you've always been my family. <laughs> and I love you. And I love you. And um, that's what I like. You were the first. I'm like, I need to go see Kara. I think I texted Aaron, like, I'm, I don't care if she spits in my face, no. which you never would, but I'm coming no. because I need, you know, it was like coming home, you know what I mean? Well, and I think it goes both ways, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, how did this happen and how yeah. can you work through it? Exactly. Because, you know, it's you don't know how other people feel about right. things and you don't know where, what you did to right. really, like, and how I, bad was it? I was it? only seeing an inch deep of what was going on and I was like, what the hell just is going on here? And it was a mile deep and vice versa. I probably didn't even know it was a mile yeah. deep. Right? Yeah, right? yeah. We were so scared. And I have to say, like, I can't tell you, I, we must have like a thousand text messages within our little Holland Goats group being like, can you freaking believe Carol is looking like, you know, I know everyone comments on the appearance, but it's really what's within that matters. Like, you look healthy. Thank you. You are like doing awesome things. And, you know, the physical fitness part is always the superficial part, you know what I mean? And how proud everyone is of you. It's interesting and, you say that because yeah. I don't even, like, I think that when, you work on yourself and you work on different things and you know I'm learning things too like I have to learn to say no to things yes. I have to learn to yes. say um, I have too much on my plate I'm a person that loves an overflowing plate because it keeps me busy and it keeps yep. me out of trouble but there are times when I go you know what I, I've yeah I've, I've had to do that too recently far. too you know you in know, the past like, few years maybe back. maybe the like whole pandemic yeah I don't know and whatever just or maybe it's just that we're um, um, aging up <laughs> And learning. <laughs> yeah. Like, I finally said, Because when we nope. were in our early 40s, like, we just had to do sure. everything, be everything, sleep a little bit, and, yeah. and train a ton. <laughs> I need sleep now. I need yeah. time. I need I need downtime. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I would like to go back to some of the things I did learn in rehab, yeah. some of the things that I, I don't do enough. Meditation. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's, what did you learn? Journaling and meditation. And what do you, when you journal, what does that look like for you? you know, do you have a prompt? Or? Um, no. I, I learned, one of the things that I don't do enough that I would like to start doing again is making a gratitude list every single morning. Someone taught me when my dad was sick. I was like, they're like, you should do a gratitude list. I go, you know what? This is going to sound terrible, but I am grateful for nothing right now. But and they were like, and you don't realize but it. They said, how about this? Write down three beautiful things. No, oh, that's a good and so idea. So I was like, so I started writing them on um, post-it notes and putting them into a jar. And some days it would be like, my coffee is beautiful. <laughs> Mellow cream pumpkins are beautiful. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes it, it would be okay like the be fact small. that my dad is still alive right, is beautiful. with you. And you so can have a conversation with him. So it shifted my head like that, you know? So, but yeah, so gratitude, gratitude yeah. Was, was huge. Yeah. And whenever I'm in a, in a tough spot, I sometimes, if I'm ready to be really upset with somebody over something, I kind of have to look back and say, you know, what, you kind of have to make the pros and cons list, yeah. just like everything, right? Exactly. Like, you have to kind of weigh, <gasps> oh, I was like, what has happened there? <laughs> Still <laughs> in you it. see that? Right. Our computer just did a thing. A it went thing, to sleep. But it, yeah, but we're back and alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I... It's, it's it's not sometimes just the, like you said the small the yeah. small things make a, a big difference. Yeah. I mean, like if you put us at that moment in Montremblant, and we actually had the insight, patience, and all, if we knew like today that we uh -huh. would get to today, uh -huh. I feel like we could have gone back and been like, is this worth to fight? No, about? exactly. Yeah, it was so dumb. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, I you know recently there you know we, Annie and I have gone through a few things. There's you know yeah. struggles with with business needs oh, changing. Oh yeah, yeah. And, you know this in the the rebound of the pandemic and you know 
just workloads and you know he's had to take on more work and yeah. things and and we really went through we went through th some tough times yeah. and I'm like you know what we have to we've been together 16 years I'm like God, well, let's put it in perspective and work on you know work on the things that really matter right you know what is what is key and what do you really what are the you know the fundamental things that you have that are important with each other yes. are you going to get those anywhere else I mean Keep work. Keep working at it. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. It, it's okay to not see eye to eye all the time. You're never going to with somebody. And right. I don't. You know, I, this is one of the longest relationships I've ever been in. I mean, I serial dated for 20 years. So <laughs> to, to be in a relationship with him and and to know, hey, this is it. Like, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. And, but you've got. It's work, man. It's. Yeah, and, and, and it's like that with all relationships, right. I think, in your life. And Absolutely, and, and you have to tend tend the garden, as someone once sure, told me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a great so, phrase. Yeah, so there, it's interesting because um, there's a, a lot of evidence, and I don't know if it's like researched, but and you'll know this: there are a lot of um, addicts who become endurance athletes. I would believe um, that a lot of like ultra runners. Sure. Like I, in my coaching career, I have had several alcoholics and um it's so interesting because they are so full of gratitude but if you look they work the 12 steps that comes through it's, it's mm -hmm. i think it's beautiful um but i haven't ever like but you were kind of both in a way right yeah would you I, say yeah i you know i i did my recovery different a little different too and yeah it's, like i don't i don't go to meetings which okay. people might think are, is terrible yeah yeah but I've said to people in the past, and my sponsor passed. Like, she, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's. I just had a conversation with somebody else that their their sponsor passed, and they were asking me about um, about different rehabs and things. And I, you know, I gave them some, you know, some ideas on where I where I went that right. worked for me. But um, like, I just, I, I followed the steps for sure. Right. Um, but I didn't really follow meetings and stay with that. But I, I talk about my addiction yes, freely. Yes. And in speaking to other people, they're like, well, that's how you. Exactly. That's yeah. how you're sharing and working. Yeah. And working the process. Yes. And, you know, people call me all the time and they'll reach out to me and say, hey, I think my alcohol is getting to a point, you know, can, and I'm like, you call me anytime. Yeah. Like, and to, to know that you're there for someone who is in, like, yeah, because I know what it is like to feel that. Oh, yes, and to have it's choking, like, yeah, it's suffocating. Yes, when I was in first in my recovery for my eating disorder, like I'd go to these anorexia and bulimia uh, support groups. Did and, you stay in those? No, and you know why? Because it became let's exchange secrets about how to you know keep it secret. So I actually started going to AA meetings in Buffalo, and I walked in my first day, and I'm like, these people are going to kick me out. And I said, you know, my name is, you know, my name's Mary. I'm actually not an alcoholic, but I'm a recovering bulimic. And everybody was like, welcome. Yeah. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. like, we don't really care. An addict is an addict. An but That's right. it was like, there was times, and I didn't get a sponsor or anything, but like when I needed to, those meetings were there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You so can I reach think, out. Yeah. And nowadays, it's just, now I don't go to meetings. Um, I did them on Zoom for a while. Yeah. Because I that, couldn't even go to a yeah, meeting. Yeah. Like, I how, did them on Zoom. Do you think that that has broadened the reach of For people? sure. 
That's great. And so I think, and they actually told me too when I was in rehab, like try Narcotics Anonymous. Okay. Try different, because it depends on where you go, which was why Zoom was great. Right. When the pandemic hit and they opened up um, AA online, you could pick groups all over around the country. That's amazing. So if it wasn't a group that you were comfortable with, you could find a different one. It was really cool. So like when you're in an AA Zoom meeting, do you go on camera? Sometimes. Okay. So sometimes you can really... I would, sometimes I wouldn't. I feel like that's depend. even... Even better for someone who doesn't want to walk into right. a meeting, even though right. that's it's part of it. You know, yeah, yeah, to stand Super up and be like, "Hi." Uh, that's it's. Well, it's you can an, sometimes just sit there and listen and yes. know that you're not alone. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And that's what that did for me. Yeah. But I think I think you're right. Addiction. Exactly. And as long as you have, as long as you're not keeping it under the rug. Like, right. Yeah. There's a. I think there's a lot of ways to recover. A lot of ways to recover. So you shouldn't feel like, oh, I have to go to a meeting and get my chip and stuff. Everybody's different. Yeah. Some people need that. They need yes, the accountability. Exactly. They need just like some people need a training people. plan. Sure, you know, sure. I mean, same exact thing. Yep. So when people call you, like I say, I'm someone who's struggling, and I call you, and I'm thinking that I'm getting out of control. What do you tell me? Ugh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, I usually just let people talk. Yeah. Usually they'll just tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll share where I was when okay. when I realized I needed to make a change. You know, I said, and everybody's different. I yeah. said, this worked for me. Um, I went here. I did this. I couldn't do it on my own. Some right. Some people can. Yeah. Some people can. Um, yeah. I had tried multiple times, and I would just go back to it. Right. I'm one of those people that until I tell the world that this is what I'm doing. Right. It's kind of like signing up for Ironman. Yes. I don't start to train or lose the yes. weight until I say, that's it. I'm yep. going to watch my macros and, and, and I'm going to lose weight. There's points where I'm like, oh, everybody just puts everything on Facebook. I mean, I do the same thing. But it's accountability but it, for me. I see what it is for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really do. Like, yeah, if I put it out there, then I am accountable. And I, that's like one of the benefits of social media. Sure. You know what I mean? And it's extra hard, though, if someone's like, I have an addiction. Yeah, I mean, but people boy. that I didn't even know. And, yeah. you know, really interesting. I had two people that um, are still sober to this day. Get out. One and done, yeah. Somebody that, that um, I used to work with, actually, at the gym. Awesome. And, um, you know, every time I see her, I'm like, and she's like, you know, I wasn't a fall-down drunk. I wasn't yes. this, but I felt like my alcohol was taking away time from my small children and things that I wanted to do, yep. and it, I felt it was problematic, and I tell people that. I'm like, it doesn't matter if you only drink on the weekends. It doesn't matter if you drink every day. It doesn't matter if you, you know, just take pills. It doesn't matter. If you feel that what you're doing is, is problematic to whatever degree, Yeah. and if you can't slow it down mm-hmm. or stop it on your own, then you Yeah, might. you don't have to, like, qualify, like, you... It, it's not like if you're not an alcoholic unless right. You know, it's every, you it's just name it. it. It interferes with your life, and you can't right. stop. If it if it's <laughs> problematic, whatever it is. Because like, yeah. I I just had this conversation on Christmas with people, and well, I only drink on the weekends, and I'm like, well, you're a hot mess on the weekends. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think that's okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge yeah. because yeah. I've been there. Yes. But you're trying to make other people around you drink with you. So that you're not alone. That yes. I used to do all yes. the time. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. People get, fu- people are funny about alcohol. Like, I don't really, I'll, I'll have a glass of wine here and there, but generally I don't drink because I've gotten 
I'm sure like, I have an addictive personality. Some people don't, and yeah. some people just don't do yes. well. They, and alcohol is the one drug that if you don't do, people think you have a problem. Isn't that strange? But if you that's right. Do every other drug. That's right. You know, and I'm, <laughs> that's why it was so hard for me to quit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's socially acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Isn't like if funny? I was putting a needle in my arm, people would be like, "Well, of right. course." But, but if no. you are not holding a glass of wine on New Year's that's Eve, right. Kara, what's wrong with you? Something must be wrong. Are you weird? <laughs> right. You know, and now it's great because in the last three years, curiously sober has become a huge, um, cur- being curiously sober has been yes. a huge, like, it's an in thing to do. Yes. So now all these different, um, um, oh, they're all over the market. We yes. were just online last night looking at alcohol removed wines. Yes. Alcohol, um, you know, in Last Rochester, I, we, we have a whole company for New yeah, that it is, makes, uh, um, I, I can't remember the name of it, it's driving me nuts, but it was like, <laughs> they're, they're, they are a, a traveling pop-up bar that serves non-alcoholic right, drinks, Right. and they couldn't, they had, they were going to do a brick and mortar, and whoever was going to rent to them or fund them or something said no, because alcohol brings in more money, right? And yes I'm like, and no. I would have gone there. You know? For sure. 100%. And they're becoming more and more popular. Yeah. And now all the different, um, like they make all these alcohol-free liqueurs. And I can get a mule anywhere without okay. alcohol. Yeah. You know, so if I want to hold a fuzzy drink and be social with people yeah. and have a little umbrella and a, and a lime wedge in yeah. it, and it's refreshing and fun, and I'm going to feel great tomorrow, guess what? Yeah. It's there. Because some people, like even something like um, Athletic Brew would not work for them. You know, oh, well, yeah. that's the thing, too, and I do tell people that. Like, yeah. It can be a trigger. Right, I, right. I am very, very lucky that I am not. I can be around alcohol. Yeah, you can. And I can be, I, I can have alcohol in my house. I'm not one of those people that I made a decision. Right. And that's it. I'm done. Right. Yeah. But other people, and I, I, when I'm on different groups and things, and like some of my sober groups, I, people have a very, very difficult time going yeah. to events and things. I can see it. Because it's a trigger. Totally. So everybody's different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever works for you. And, you know, I'm able to be with Andy. He still drinks. Right. I would have to say he's considerably cut back. Right. I don't know if it's because of me or just because he doesn't feel that he processes alcohol yeah. any, you know, good anymore. Yeah. I don't ever judge him. Like, right. I, I'll look at him and go, oh, you're not going to feel great tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and he ain't going to run that hangover off. That's right. <laughs> right. I mean, and that's the difference, yeah. you know. Um, and, and, you know, now there, and I, I don't even, this is a whole other subject, but now with CBD and THC, yeah. there yeah. are some other non-addictive things that are out there. And, you know, that that's a personal preference for right. people. Um, I did speak to um, my counselor at one point about THC and yeah. what their thoughts were. And they said to wait a year. I do I do dabble in some THC. Yeah. Um, but I don't wake up in the morning and go, you know what, i got to have another edible. Yes. It's yes. so different. Yes. and um, It's a mind shift, too, because we grew up in the era of it all being illegal, right. wrong, bad. And That's now, right. so Now we're, it's okay, so it's a little bit strange. So like, different. Yeah. And it's so yeah. different. And, yeah. But even, like, going back to just the non-alcoholic beverages, yeah. I, I found that the hardest part for me when I quit drinking was that I couldn't be social with friends. Like, I, they didn't, I felt like they didn't want to have me places. Because oh. either A, they were uncomfortable around right. me. Like the first time I went out to dinner with a couple of my girlfriends and we're sitting at Left Bank and they looked at each other like they didn't know what to order. I go, listen to me. If we, if I didn't want to be, if I didn't want you to order a drink, we, we wouldn't be at Left Bank. We'd be at Panera. 
<laughs> yes. So get a yes. glass of wine. Good or for you whatever. for like totally confronting I'm like, listen, it, this calling is, it out. Yeah. I'm comfortable with it. If I wasn't, I would tell you. Yeah. And and that's you have and those are conversations you have to have yeah, with people. And totally. I now think people are just used to it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm lucky I can be in social settings. Yeah. Um, switching gears to the nutrition front. Oh. How did you get that in line? So that, I'm one of those people that are like, okay, if I'm going to stop doing this, I'm going to now be healthy. And that's yeah. the end of it. Like I went to rehab and I was one of 40 people that didn't smoke. No kidding. Yeah. They were giving <laughs> cigarettes to people. People that didn't smoke, they were giving cigarettes Holy to. Cats. And I was having a, I was having a heart attack. Yeah. I was like, why are you giving out cigarettes? And they're like, we don't want them to, uh, we want them to abstain from the drug of choice, whatever it is. Right. And so they'd give them cigarettes. I'm like, well, isn't that kind of trading one for another? Yeah. Um, and the sugar, and the sugar. Oh, so coming from an alcoholic background, the sugar, I am, I, I never had a sweet tooth till I quit drinking. Okay. And I have a friend whose husband was an alcoholic, and they're no longer together. But she used to tell me the same thing. That when they went to, di when he, the only time he ever wanted sweets was when he was not drinking. Interesting. So it must replace a, something. a sugar alcohol, yeah. a something. Yeah. So I'm like, the minute I walk into a party, I'm looking for the dessert table. Right. It's brutal. Right. Um, and they told me, give yourself a year. Like, give yourself a year to get through the alcohol before you start to dial in. You know, don't try and lose weight. Quit drinking. Not yeah. do this. It's just too much. Right. It's too much, and you want to be successful. So I did. I took a whole year, and I quit drinking in August of 20, and then I signed up for Tremblant in, um, right. in 21. And, you know, it was interesting because the race was the goal. However, the the fitness and regaining my fitness was really the goal. And yeah. I did not finish that race. You know, I had, I had nutrition yeah. issues, believe it or not, on the run or on the, on the I, bike. I remember uh, you yeah. coming off well, the bike. It happened in the swim. I got a yeah. stitch in the swim and it just never went away just for whatever it was. You. And then I have, st I have stomach issues yeah. and I, and I now know, you know, it's not caused from anything else. Yeah. It's just something might go wrong. And right. But in the process of it, like if that race had not happened, the year you spent getting yourself back to fitness it. and nutritionally sound, did you work with a dietitian? I did. I, was it Stevie? Uh-huh. Oh, the last awesome. three months. Yep. Awesome. I, um, I, I knew enough to be dangerous to get a lot of the weight <laughs> off, and um, I knew it worked for me in the past. Right. And then I got to um, I got to about three months out, and I was like, hey, Stevie, I want to lose 15 pounds before Tremblant. She's like, you know, that's not going to happen, right? I'm like, um, this is why I love Stevie. Maybe. And I'm going to have her on here because she's like, <laughs> she's all right, all right. You know, that's not happening, right? Yes. And I was like. Instead of like, sure thing. Right. No. <laughs> she was flat out like, it's not happening. But it, I got really close. <laughs> not because I was dieting, though. Right. But because yes. I changed she, what I needed to change. She teaches you how to feed your body. Correct. Fuel. Fuel yeah. your body. And we had talked about, I think, after at some point, like, I wonder how depleted you were nutritionally. Oh, yeah. That she was able to kind of help you restore I a think lot that's of that. still happening. For I, sure. I find, um, and they say that I've looked into some other things like magnesium um, yes, deficiencies. Yes. You can have forever from alcoholism. Holy cats. Like, a lot of my problems that I have now, like, I have leg cramps at night. Okay. That I've, I've learned I need, I take noon tablets every day. Right. In my water bottles. If not, I'm terrified to go to sleep because wow. of the leg cramps. I have. So mm -hmm. I've learned certain things. I think that my body went through some severe deficiencies nutritionally and, um, you know, vitamin and things yeah. like that. Had all my blood work done. Like my, my doctor monitors my stuff really good. She checks on me and everything's normal. Um, and I'm off everything, by the way. I don't know. Like when I went into rehab, I was, my blood pressure was yes. mm, 202 over 110, something what? ridiculous. It was ridiculous. 
I was um, an anxious disaster. I was yes. taking Xanax. I was taking, um, you know, what are they called? Benzos. I was on mm-hmm. Benzos. And they were like, never again. Can you take a Benzo? I'm like, well, fine. All right. I was on anti-anxiety medicine. I was on high blood pressure medicine. I was like, and now I'm not on anything. That's amazing. I take a Flexeril every once in a while for right. back spasm. Holy cow. That's it. And that's like the beautiful thing about recovery is that if we would have shown you this picture of who you are, mind, body, soul, on that day in Mont Tremblant, I don't think you would have believed I wouldn't have believed us. it. We, I don't know if I would have believed no, it. No, I wouldn't have believed it. But you've put in so much work on all different, all the fronts that you needed. And I don't even look at it like work. Like yeah. you say it's work and I don't, I. What do you feel like it was? I don't Just know. Just a journey? A journey. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. It feels like, you know, this was my goal to do this, this, and this, and to get the weight off, and mm-hmm. to get back into fitness shape. And really, I just wanted to get my fitness back. Yeah. Like, I, and I recently just saw somebody's post on Instagram, and I felt my heart went out to the person, because they struggle, and they have for years, and, you know, they went through an FTP test, and they were like, what have I done to myself? Yeah. And I, you know, you know I, what that feels like. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And I wanted to jump in, but I'm like, maybe I'll reach out at a different point. Yeah, it's hard to know it's, when to jump in. Yeah, because I mean, even in that front, like while they might not be struggling with alcohol or whatever, they have their own bottom. Correct. And it's like, it breaks my heart when I see, I see a lot of people come into Iron Man, do Iron Man, because they got to do the Iron Man, that'll change their life. But what they don't realize is it's the 10 months before that actually sure. change your life. It's not this finish the 10 line. months after. Yes. And then they go back on the couch. Yeah, right. Never to be seen again. Well, and Oh, I hate it. You know, the one thing Stevie taught me was, you know... If you nail down the nutrition and the fueling, you don't have to worry about if you take a week off. Like yes, I just saw so her, true. I just saw her post some days off. Yes. From that, and I thought, you know, that's true now. I mean, yeah. Do I have to watch like my snacks and my treats yeah. a little bit more than I would? I have a little bit more liberty when I'm doing a two-hour bike or a three-hour bike. Yeah. Yes, but um, you. You're you're healthy. You're not yes. you're not trying to you're not trying to outrun the, the crappy dryer. Yeah. 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 And um, I, I've learned that. And I also said what I will not do is put it all back on yes. after I'm done with my race. Right. I want to go into next season even fitter. Yes. That's a word. Right. You know, it is I want word. my fitness yeah. to, be, to maintain the same, if not get better. Yeah. Then so what's coming up for you this season, 2024? Do you, ever, do you make resolutions? No. Me neither. No, I don't know. Should I? No. That's my husband and I were talking about this this morning. I'm like, I'm not sure I've ever made... Um, it all it always centered around my eating disorder. Yeah. Always. Always. So Isn't I was like at some no, point I, I was like, why don't I just why don't I just not? <laughs> yeah, I would like to get, you know, weight is a weight is a I don't even know if weight's a thing. I would like to get a little leaner. Yeah. And I and everyone's like, Oh, but you're so thin, you're so and, but I, I guess until I get rid of all the junk food and see where I can yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And not that I eat a lot of junk food. By right. junk food, I mean like I might have some craisins at night with some granola. Look out, or, Kara. Um, that's like, <laughs> I mean, I did get into the Christmas cookies. I'm not going to lie. I love the Christmas cookie cutouts <laughs> and the peanut butter balls that I begged I people not, not to make me. I did not have any of those somehow brutal. this year. <laughs> it was brutal. It's brutal. And you know what? When I start like peeing orange in the morning, I know that I've had just a little bit too much sugar. And I'm like... Craisins. Kara, the 
us crazy with the craisins. Oh, I had refined <laughs> sugar over the holiday season, and I yeah. just not, need to not have it in the yeah, house. Exactly. That's, I know. I you know I I like a snack, a treat. And Stevie says, well, if you front load the the you know the fruit in the morning, I'm like, screw that, Stevie. I want the junk. <laughs> like I'm thinking about what kind of treat I'm gonna get while I'm eating my dinner. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I love it. It's yeah. I love food. Yes. I love to cook. Yes. I love to. But um, yeah, I would like to see if I can get a little bit leaner um, and get a little bit healthy. I need to do some more weight training. Right, right. I need to get a little bit more lean mass and um, and just kind of you know nail down my diet for for a little bit and see where yeah. I, where I can go with that. And that's a goal. That's yeah. not a that's not a you know a restriction. I, right. I eat about I eat between twenty five hundred and three thousand yeah. calories a day. Yeah. I eat a ton of calories. Yeah. That's good. I do. I fuel. I fuel a lot. And that's why we can do these things. You yeah. Know? And I have more, so much more energy to do. It, it's amazing when you fuel your body correctly. Yeah. So much more <laughs> what energy a, to do. What the a event. shocking yeah. thing! Yeah, you it's know, crazy. I was trying to teach my son that, and that, you know, if you put Oreos in your body, you're going to run like an Oreo. That's right. If you it's put hard. good stuff in your body, your body functions. Yeah. And I mean, we're I'm I'm going to be 50 next month, and you're 50s. Three. I'm shocked by that, and I don't know why I am. I don't know what because I think when we were in our teens. 50 looked different. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like, women well, maybe it's because we're there now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and in our, the generation that our parents grew up in, they totally weren't doing different. marathons no. and Ironmans and things like that. No. Um, so we're part of a different breed of people, if that makes sense. I, I would have to say yeah. for sure, you know, it's yeah. just different. Yeah. I mean, my mom always, my mom looks the same she did when she was 40, but she's always had red hair. <clears throat> and she's always been, like, a tennis player. You know right. what I mean? So, like, that was kind of my example. But, um, yeah, it just seems like 50 is different. 50 is a good age, you know? Like, yeah, I'm so I, excited. I hope. I, yeah. Things have changed as far as injuries happen a little bit yes. more. Yes. I have to be very careful. Yes. Overtraining can that. happen. you got to yeah. be cautious with overtraining. Yeah. I do find that, you know, I have to pull back when... Yep. And I'm not afraid to do that. Yeah. Like, pull back Now we have the confidence happen. to know that, like, it'll be okay if we don't do that extra mile. Well, I know? follow you a lot with your injury that yeah. you had last year yeah. with your calf yeah. and things like that. And I'm like, you know. How about my recent one? Do you want a dog? Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, my dog hit me at the dog park on oh, December 8th. That. He hit me here and I basically strained my MCL. MCL. Yeah. But it's good. My MRI was perfect. But I was in the pool on Saturday, water running, because I shallow water mm -hmm. run. And um, my friend gets in. She's a cyclist. Like, she's cycled this across the country. And she's got this brace on. And I'm like, what, ha what happened to you? And she's like, my ridge back took me out her and dog. fractured her tibia. tibia. Yeah. I was like. That's big. I was like, I guess our, my NF our NFL careers yeah, are over. Are over. Yeah. However, but, like, yeah, like, you have to really pay. I could have run through this in my 20s. But I, why would you? And and I would have because I we I was dumb. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Now I'm yeah. like now I'm like no, it hurts. I'm right. Not now do that. I'm not going to because and now I'm like conscious of falling. Yeah. 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 I'm like I'm like Andy. Can you um like clean off the railing to the yeah. stairs when can it's you snowing salt because it? I might fall. He's like, what do you mean you're gonna fall? I'm like, dude, I'm 11 years older than you. Like, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a thing. Like I don't, I didn't fear turning forty. I loved my forties; were great. And I'm like, as I'm coming Just to wait. fifty, I'm like, wait a second. It's true. It's true. Um, so, what you did ask me what I have planned this yes, year? Yes. What I'm do you have planned? I'm kind of excited. Um, I'm actually trying to be smart about this. I'm, 
doing all 70.3s. Yes. And maybe an intermediate here Yay. and there. Um, I might. I think I'm going to do Big Fish, which was a great race. Oh, my God. That was such a good race. I think and I'm you know what? I can do that. I have to pause there for a second because we stayed. Um, I did the sprint. At, I did Little Fish. Okay. And um, you were doing Big Fish, and Kurt and I were finished, and I was like, you know, we're like, You let's, stayed for yeah, me we to stayed. Me. You were so and great. And I don't think you had seen me because I saw you come in and head back out for your second loop on the run. Oh, okay. And I think I got emotional then, too. I was like, Kurt, look at how good she looks. Like, she's running smooth. And he was like, you know how guys are. Yeah, looks good, looks good. And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking back, like, right. to where you came from. And I'm like, and I don't know if I texted Aaron or Jim, but I was like, oh my god. Or well, you Andy, told me you know. too. Yeah, yeah and like, I told you, you too. Like and I got a video. I'm like, oh my god. Like, you I don't look two feet off the floor. Yeah, you two. You remember, you were in the air. You were <laughs> right, airbound. You got so air. I was just like, I was like so happy at that moment because you were healthy. But and go, I don't like yeah. it, but I still, I, I'm enjoying it more, I guess, yeah, than what yeah. I did. I, <laughs> I wish I could wrap my head around lightning yeah, right, to run. But right. so, so then I'm doing so, Tremblant. We're all yes, going up we're to Tremblant. Yes, we're all going up to Tremblant. We have a big party. We have a thing about it's that. It's going to be a party. I, I need to finish a Tremblant race. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? The yeah. mental <laughs> issue is Tremblant. I'm going up there and finish this race. Because um, I love the course. We all fell in love with Tremblant. Yeah, and we're staying great right place. in the middle of town. Yeah, it's great. It's going to be awesome. Love it up there. Yes. And then eight weeks later, I got talked into Louisville with, with um, Aaron. So mm. I'm going to go back and embrace the heat. I've oh, done really? it before as a full. Thinking, uh, ooh. A, yeah. No no mm. wetsuit swim, mm. which you would love. Because I'm looking for another. August something, 14th. Mm. Flat okay. run. Right? I'm super excited. Might have another person. That would be awesome. Oh we my got God. room. Yeah, we're That's how I love house. our little core group of yeah. friends is we go do, um, like we're going to Chattanooga. Like yeah. We all go do 70.3s yeah. well, together. Well, that's what you it's want like our girls. friends to do it, Exactly, right? exactly. And then eight weeks later, I'm doing the do uh, North Carolina. Mm. Beach to ba- old beach to battleship. We're going to make it a Lovins Brockets race. Driving down and... Hmm. I would fly. You know I'm a flyer. That's why we're going to yeah. take your bike for you if you want. Oh, well, now we're talking. Right? Yeah, I might do that. Yeah. All right. That would yeah. be cool. We're going to do transport if people want yeah, are you gonna, it. Yeah, um, are you going to hold people's bikes hostage? Nope. <laughs> so that's crazy. Right? Crazy. Yeah. And now, and now that that's an issue, we yes. might be transporting people's bikes. Because quite honestly, oh. you put them on a plane, you don't know they're getting there either. True, true. That's true. Yeah. I, I fly with my bike with me, just and you know my attitude is if I get there and my bike my bike doesn't get there I'll volunteer right because I've done this for I mean, so long but there would have been a point that if I got there and my bike didn't I would have had a meltdown money oh yeah the money I mean I know people that have gotten down to Texas their bike went to New York yes I know someone else that got to Austria yes. their stuff never came yes I mean I just I yeah all that training yeah. I mean, for a half, I guess, okay. Yeah. You move on. Yeah. But for a but full? But for a full, that would really it's be It's your bad. full year. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I'd be devastated. Yeah. So Love and Sprockets is, yeah. um, you guys have two locations now we in do. Buffalo. Andy does. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Look Andy at how does. you did that, Andy. It's his gig, man. It's not we. Well, no. it is. It's him. It's true. He's it's really him. grown. I'll help, but it's all him. Got my bike from him yeah. this year. And great bike. Oh, yeah. Such a great bike. I'm actually not Beautiful. taking it to Texas because... Um, I don't, my bike bag is for um, not disc brakes, but I have my other bike and I have a disc, so it's like fine. But um, yeah, and you guys can start and you guys do some, he does, organizes group training and stuff. Yes. I'll be doing um, training rides from the (gasps) South Store on Saturdays. 
I usually and when do those start? Uh, usually as soon as the weather breaks for okay. me, which is I got it's got to be sixty out. I'm okay. I have terrible rainouts. Yeah, you do. You do. So I just can't even. I can't get out there when it's too cold. Do you remember when we? I'm jumping in with a memory. <laughs> Kara and I. It must have been 2003 because it's between my my bad Ironman and my good Ironman. We did this tour of the oh, Ohio Southern Valley. You know, I talk about the worst possible experience I've ever had on a bike. Not with friends. It was a great experience. And then I'm listening to Carl talk about hanging from a tree limb in a single like sleeping, sleeping bag, bag, determining who gets doing the adventure races. I'm like, I am absolutely We're with losers. the wrong people. This is not anything I enjoy. Kara and I were, I don't know if it was on the way. the social river valley. No, (laughs) I'll tell you exactly how it happened. Well, we thought we saw tornadoes and we caused. Do you remember? It was the silos. I'm like, oh my God, there's funnel clouds. Everybody pulls over and stops. This ride, (laughs) this ride involved us going to Columbus, Ohio, to, riding 100 to miles Portsmouth. to Portsmouth, and they transported our stuff for us. We slept in a gym, and then we rode home. Dumbest and on the way there, there was um, tornado warnings. <laughs> Kara and the, I are so The light so was electric. Dumb. Everything was turning like bright green. I've never in my life. I had cinders up my back, <laughs> but we were eating in cow farms. I, it was the most horrific event of my life. I but showered we, under a spigot with 50 other women. <laughs> but Kara and I, in the distance, thought we saw funnel clouds, and we stopped the whole ride. Everybody take cover. And people we are like, totally thought we did. Where? Those are silos. We're like, carry okay. on, carry on, carry on. And then I like, do you remember the next day? I'm riding. Well, and I'm pulling about 115 people on my in my trap. I called my boyfriend at the time to come get me. I was like, he's like, you're seven hours away. I don't care. It was thundering and lightning and pouring rain. And I started to sob. And I'm like, I can't get back on my bike. And you just kept telling me, just get wet, Kara. Just get wet. You'll be fine once you get wet. I'm like, I can't. I don't want to be cold again. It was just, and then you're right. The second day was so nice. Yeah. Well, and then everyone said to me, don't pray for that rain to stop. Because the the minute it stops, gonna you're going to have 45-mile-an-hour winds. Sure enough, halfway through, cross winds. I'm like, that's when I said, I forget it. I just took off. I yep. took off. I did 35 miles by myself. I got in my car. I threw the bike in the back of the car, and I left. I was like, <laughs> People are like, who is saying those were tornado clouds? I'm I like, mean, I don't know. That'd be me. I don't know. Oh, I, I completely yeah, yeah. thought it was a tornado. They looked, and it was raining so hard. And we're from Buffalo. We don't know what a tornado, tornado cloud looks like. And looks they had like. warnings everywhere. I mean, it legit. Do you remember when we were going out to dinner, and they were, yes. and it was splashing across the TV? And then everyone's sitting there at the we're restaurant. We're sitting at dinner, like, like, should we? Is, is there a point where we get nervous? We didn't have I mean, cell phones back. Well, no, we didn't have phones no. on us, did we? We didn't have an iPhone. No. Probably was a flip phone. It was absolutely like a Motorola flip phone. Let me get my Blackberry out. <laughs> I never had a Blackberry. There's no AccuWeather phone. app. No. But there's just the no. TV. And I'm you like, like dial up on that thing. Ride. And you pay like 40 bucks a minute to get on. <laughs> Can someone uh, yeah, let us none know of that. something's going bad oh, here? Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So I interrupted you. Um, I don't even. You, oh, you're saying so you were. Leading rides <laughs> yes, from the I don't shop like to go on Saturdays. Cold. So cold or wet. And I, who can join those rides? Anyone. 
awesome. open to the public. Yeah, I post them on social media. I usually Great. put them on uh, the Love and Sprockets okay. page. And um, we put it on Love and Sprockets page, and then you can also join Love and, Pro uh, Love and Sprockets Cycling Rockets. Okay. And those are the group rides. Oh, awesome. We have a Wednesday night group ride that we do, and um, we do a Saturday ride. Excellent. Yeah, and then I think Andy's going to do some out of the North Store, too. Great. I'm not quite sure what those will entail. I usually okay. handle the South ones because I like to ride hills. Yeah, yep, you do. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys do a lot for the um, multi-sport cycling community. So oh, thank you. So we're all grateful for you guys, and especially, like, jumping in at the races and stuff and because Andy Love now does a lot of the bike course stuff yep. and he announces some races yeah. and he and I commiserate about yes, that. So. Yes, yes, our race it's announcers. <laughs> he can have we it. We miss you. <laughs> you. We miss you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, You know how it is. It drains you. I'm sure. Completely, I'm completely, sure. I mean, so. you're very good at it though. Oh, thanks. You're very good that. at it. Yeah. And it's always nice to, you know, hear... Um, who Kara, why didn't we want my Kara, did, uh, don't you work for us? Where is your timing chip? And why isn't it on your ankle? <laughs> I told someone as a joke that they should put that timing strap around their neck. Oh, no, they didn't. And they were like, I was just kidding. I'm just sorry. <laughs> don't do that. It's me. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Some but, fun little games yeah. to play with the newbies, you know, things yeah, like so that. so fun. So <laughs> it's been fun to, yeah, we've been friends 25 years. Mm -hmm. Don't, isn't that an anniversary that we, we should get silver from um, yeah, Kurt? Yeah, so it's like 2000, yeah. Yeah, silver, right? What Kurt should it? buy a silver thing. Agreed. Right, so Absolutely. yeah. Well, I so appreciate um, you being part of my family. And oh, thank you, and you, and you the, as well. And um, yeah, and thanks for coming on and sharing your story. I think that you're going to help people. I hope. Which is, I know what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, and we can find you at Love and Sprockets, and it's Salon 187. Correct. Um, Kurt needs um, a pedicure so bad, yeah. and he wants to come put his foot in a machine or sure. something. I'll, I'll take care He'll of it. He'll die that I just said that. No, but, you know, care so. And you know, um, pedicures for men are one of the hardest yeah. things to talk them into and one of the easiest things to rebook because they enjoy the experience so much. It is an awesome experience. It they really just don't is. realize. Yeah. It, it's, they think it's a girly thing, and yeah. it's really it's a real wellness thing. I mean, it you know, helps with all where aspects. I, I was in Ironman, Florida, and I tore up my feet, and I was, like, hobbling around um, Pier, Pier Park. And this guy comes out, and he's like, you need a pedicure. I'm like, no, I just had, I just did an Ironman. He's like, come in, I'll fix your feet. Oh. And I don't know, this seems like it might not be legal in New York, but he, like, took scissors and cut all my blisters yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, if it worked. Yeah, he, um, he fixed my feet completely, yeah. and that's when I was sold. So yeah. then I started coming, and now People I get People don't regular. realize. That's and what I, it's for. I can usually yeah. point out, like, um, shoe issues. Yeah. Usually if people are um, in the wrong size toe box yeah. or the pounding, I can usually kind of make some suggestions. That's amazing. Because there's a group of, you know, there's a school of runners who say you should keep the calluses, school of runners who say you shouldn't. And since I've been getting pedicure, I've had no feet issues since I have Do not you keep your calluses calcium. or no? no? Yeah, I get no. rid of mine. Yeah, so where can we find you to get those? The calluses? No. <laughs> <laughs> the pedicures. Salon 187 Salon in Orchard Park. Salon 187 yeah. in Orchard Park. Yeah. Awesome. Reach out. Anybody? Anything else I forgot to add? Yeah, I All right. I think that's it. Well, thanks, Kara. Well, thank you. This well, was enjoyable. Just 25 more and, years. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, we'll only be 70. Right. We'll be right? back when we're 70. Probably hopefully oh, still be awesome. racing. We better be, so. <laughs>
definitely love to connect. And thank you again. We'll see you next time on the Surrounded by Valor podcast.